welcome along to A Wee Blether About, a podcast from the academic skills team at UWS. My name is Linda Riches and I'm one of the academic skills advisors at the university. So we've done quite a few podcasts about referencing, but we really usually focus on Harvard Cite Them Right, which is the style of referencing that most students at UWS use. What we thought we'd do today is give a little bit of focus to Escola, which is a referencing style that's for those students at UWS studying law. And important to say that, you know, that's for those students. If you are Harvard Cite Them Right, this is not relevant. But if you are an Escola um, student, a law student, then that style is going to be useful for you. So today, um, our kind of resident expert in the academic skills team is Carly. Hi, Carly. Hi, Linda. Um, and John's here as well. Hi, John. Hi, Linda. So we're going to have a little look at this. I think John and I are probably going to learn as much as anybody else um, from Carly about Escola. Um, so let's start off, Carly, with just tell us a little bit about the basics of it and maybe why it's a different style of referencing to maybe others that, that students might have seen. Yeah, so um, Escola is a bit different. Um, again, if you're if you're not a law student, then you can skip this podcast because we don't want to yeah. start confusing you about referencing. Sure. Um, so, but we so do I, we do have some fans that want to listen to every podcast. That's the thing. That's Carl, true, so and we appreciate is, yeah. you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I suppose yeah, have, have a little pod watch and listen. But um, what makes it different, I think, than other than other referencing systems, and I'm hesitant to be called an expert because there's certainly some things I still need to learn about it, and I don't think we're ever truly experts in referencing because there are so many small rules, and we eventually will have to go back to the referencing guides, no matter the style. But the biggest difference um, is that there's really three elements you have to remember. So I always say that there's there's good news and there's bad news with the scola. So the bad news is that there's three elements you have to kind of um, in include for each of your references. And that's your, your subscript, which will match up to your footnote, and then your full reference and your reference list or bibliography. And that differs from Harvard, APA, some other styles where you just have your in-text citation and then your full reference at the bottom. I call that bad news. It's not so bad. It's actually, it keeps you organized. Um, and then the good news though, for those three elements is that the Escola guide, um, the Oxford guide, the handbook, is really comprehensive, has really easy to follow guidance, and any question you have about any type of reference, the answer is going to be there. So compared to other reference guides, which are all, you know, quite quite helpful, this one will have everything and is really easy to navigate. So that's some good news as you're learning it or as you're perfecting your, your references. Yeah. And there's, like you said there, you know, it is unfair to call you an expert, Carly, because it puts a lot of pressure on you. Um, and you're right, I suppose there's lots of little things that, you know, with referencing styles that you've just got to be aware of. I know there's a couple of things with Escola in terms of abbreviations. So some legal sources have abbreviations. Um, but am I right in thinking there is a guide to that as well that helps you with that? Yeah, there's a few different ones. I think the one that we signpost to mostly at um, at UWS is there's a Cardiff University Index of Legal Abbreviations. There's also some shorthand abbreviations in the quick guide from, um, from Oxford. So there's two different sources you can go to. They're going to be the same abbreviations and they show you which ones to use depending on the resource that you have, whether it's, uh, you know, a specific 
case or maybe some legislation that you're using. So you'll start to get used to those along the way. And the more you reference, the more essays and reports you write as as a law student, you'll remember some of them. So you, you kind of learn that along the way and that guide will be good to kind of fall back on throughout the process. Yeah. And, and also, I think a little point about if you're lo- using legal sources that are not from the UK. So I think it's usually sort of assumed that it's a UK source unless you specify differently. So if you were using, for example, something like the Homeland Security Act 2001, and that's American, you would put the country in brackets. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, you would assume if there's no brackets, they're indicating it's from another region or another country, then we would assume it's a UK source. But of course, sometimes it is relevant to bring in precedent or different acts and things that are from other other countries. So as long as you indicate that in brackets after letting us know the act name, then that's appropriate to use. Okay. Um, And can you just tell us a little bit about sort of footnotes? Um, in the references, how you do that? Do you just follow the guide to, to sort of do that? Is there a specific way that you do that? Yeah, so you you follow the guide. It's I always say that referencing these examples almost you can use as formulas or as templates to get everything in the right format. But for your footnotes, they're going to be very similar to the full reference in your reference list. The difference is that footnotes will list the author's first name and then the last name. So if it's a journal article by you know Mary Smith, then it would say Mary Smith. Uh, but you, you'll just kind of swap that for the reference list. So that's the, the difference there, whether you'll have Smith, comma, M, full stop. Uh, so that's kind of more common for a full reference list where you go by surname. But in your footnotes, you can just write first and last name. So that's really usually the only thing you have to flip around uh, when you're modifying your footnotes to then be moved down into your reference list at the end. Okay. John, did you want to add something in there? Yes, I'm. I'm really going to test Carly's expertise. Unplanned <laughs> 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 question. <laughs> um, so I, I seem to remember there's something to do with square brackets and round brackets. That's quite important mm-hmm. in law. Are you able to kind of distinguish when to use square brackets and round brackets for putting around the year? Right. Yeah. So the brackets and in deciding which one to use usually comes into play when you're looking at journals or law reports. So if there's no volume number for the journal or the law report, that's when you'll include the date and square brackets. But if there is a volume number, you'll use round brackets. And that's kind of the main difference there between which one you'll use. Excellent. Great. Uh, you are an expert. Yes, you're an expert. You pass the test. <laughs> um, so when we're thinking about, we sort of mentioned that there's, um, you know, good guides. Where are the best places then, Carly, for people to go and find this information so that they can really check those references? So the, the is it the Law Ox Guide? Is that the, the place to go? Is it a website? Yeah, there's a website. It's on our, it's linked on um, our library guide and our, for, for referencing. Um, it's the Oxford, I mean, Ascola is an, uh, created by Oxford as well. It's their, uh, their referencing system for, for law students. So it's just, uh, I think it's www.law.ox.ac.uk slash Ascola, <laughs> yeah. which maybe we'll link in this podcast description just so that you can have some access to it. True, true. I suppose- 
the, one dif- the one difference is with, between Oscar, Oscar and Harvard is that there's different forms out there of Harvard referencing, but there is only one um, system yeah. with Oscar, isn't there? So, and I've also noticed that, well, I think we talked on a previous podcast about EndNote, um, there is a way of uh, producing um, Oscar referencing on if you're using EndNote, uh, but I would put in the caveat, just like Harvard referencing, that you do need to check your list if you're going to be using some kind of referencing generator to check that the, the output is consistent with, with the guide. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think that would probably, you know, bring us to just in terms of tips for students that, you know, we always sort of say use those with caution. Um, yeah. Did you want to, to add anything to that, Carly? Yeah, I think we signpost a lot to the Cite Them Right book, which is largely for, for students that are using the Harvard referencing system. But there is a section on Escola as well. So I think that's mm. section M. Um, and you can use that as a guide and you have access to that online or you can download it through the UWS library as well. So they're all going to have the same information. There's just multiple places where you can you can access that. Yeah, yeah. And I think probably like all referencing, it takes time, doesn't it? And I suppose once you get used to that you're doing that for your law assignments, you just get used to that way of doing it. Um, but, yes. you know, I think as we'd always say, it's important to have something to check it against, you know, rather than just relying on a, a referencing tool that maybe generates a reference and then, you know, you need something to check it against. Um, you know, you, ultimately that's your responsibility, isn't it? So, John, did you want to add anything? Yeah, I mean, just the other thing to remember as well, if you're doing electives in other modules outside of the law school, then, of course, then you'd be using probably Harvard Cite Them Right as well. So you do need to take care of which particular module you're submitting for and follow the instructions in terms of what you've been asked to produce. With the, That's a really good stuff. point, actually. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that is a good point, John. Yeah, just to, to be aware before you yeah. start what the, what the referencing style is. So another reason to have the sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, I was just going to say that's another reason to have the, the Cite Them Right book as well. If you might be taking yeah. some models that have other um, referencing styles required, then everything you need would be in the Cite Them Right book, whether it's Harvard and, and Escola or APA and Escola for some reason, then, you know, it's all there in one place, just different sections that yeah. you can refer to. Yeah, that's right. So for psychology students that use APA, um, there's an APA section in Cite Them Right as well. So yeah, it is, you know, we're plugging the book yet again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, all in the, it's all in there. Um, so hopefully that's been helpful. Just a little overview for you. Um, I think John and I have learned quite a bit there. And yep. certainly I'll need to go and do a bit of reading up um, on it. Um, but hopefully that's been useful. As always, any comments, any feedback, anything you'd like us to have a wee blether about, then just drop a line to skills at uws.ac.uk. Thanks for listening.